Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome or welcome back to the JKWD podcast. We hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are. Uh, as we mentioned early on in our discussion with Catherine Gordon today, um, we're thinking about everybody who is in the way of the fires uh, um, on the West Coast. Um, hopefully, uh, she's not affected by the time this podcast comes out. Uh, you know, it's um, it's looking pretty scary these days, uh, at least from where we're recording. How are you doing today, Kelvin? Doing fine, sir. Having a lovely day and just... You know, everything's coming up roses right now, I'm, and I'm awesome. I'm, I'm good with that. Awesome. Well, um, we got a good show for you today. Uh, Catherine Gordon, uh, even we had her husband John on last year to talk about um, coffee bean, and he mentioned that they were writing this book on relationships, and relationship grit is out. And uh, Catherine is the chief energy officer of the John Gordon Companies. Uh, and co-author of Relationship Grip. Uh, and uh, we talk a little bit about the book, uh, about the four C's, about um, a, a relationship action plan, a free one. Uh, you can listen to the episode and look at the show notes. We'll, we'll give you a link to that. And uh, all that good stuff. Uh, we're brought to you today by Vitamin K Daily. Philosophical supplements your attitude health. Get your daily dose of positive from the Prince of Positive himself, Mr. Kelvin T. Ringgold Sr. That's the other guy on this podcast. He's, yeah, yes. um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he's too busy smiling and laughing to, to say hello or anything. Um, and, uh, well, I, saw, I saw that you actually looked, I saw that you actually looked down to, so you could get that philosophical supplement. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's not written anywhere. I just, oh, okay. you know, I'm, I'm just pulling it. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, I, I thought maybe we were just doing a little check there, and uh, but I said no, no. NLP, just doing NLP technique to bring it back in. Yeah. Got it. Um, just uh, yeah, if I don't look at your face, I'm unlikely to stumble <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, well, you know, there, there are just some some phrases that don't roll off my tongue. Got it. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that one doesn't roll off the tongue. It just just not mine. You know, some, some people have. <laughs> Some people have trouble with certain phrases, and that's one of them for me, especially go. at this speed that I'm uh, talking with. But you can get those philosophical supplements for your attitude, health, four weeks free at vitaminkdaily.com. After that, it's $24.95 a year. That's nine and a half cents a day that, um, that'll bill annually because it'd be really annoying if you had to spend 55, on a cent, 55 cents on a stamp to send a dime. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Or that's true. Or or if you made Kevin pay that that thirty cent PayPal uh, yeah fee every time you sent him a dime. Uh, yeah. yeah. True enough. <laughs> Again, that is vitaminkdaily.com. Get yourself four weeks free. And on the other side of the music, you're gonna hear our conversation with Catherine Gordon. Dominate your world. You ready? Here we go. 
Good morning. Or is it more, where are you? Where are you? So I am in Los Angeles, Santa Monica. Okay. Yep. And oh, you're you? having a lot of. Ah, oh, well, I'll tell you, it was actually yellow yesterday. That you didn't really starting smell to, the smoke, but it was really. It, though, huh? It was very eerie. Where are you guys from? Uh, I'm located in Savannah, Georgia. Um, Kelvin's outside of Syracuse, New York. Yeah. Now, what's there was something international. No, that was just the. There's just a list of phone calls, phone numbers if uh, you're dialing internationally. Okay. Well, somebody said hello, H-A-L-O. Maybe I thought you were from. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I, that's just me being friendly. <laughs> okay. I didn't know because that's like, isn't that like a Swedish thing? <laughs> No, we're an odd mix of a lot of things, uh, he and I. We are very glad to have you with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be Uh, here. Yeah, we're glad to hear that you're you're safe um, from fires, uh, that you're not evacuating yet. Um, No, no, no. It's scary. I have a friend of mine that was vacationing with their family, and she just texted me this morning and they, they have to get, I, I don't know, I think they're just outside of Oregon, though, or something like that, but she said okay, no, yeah. really bad. Yeah, I got a, I got a co-worker, um, the last time I worked with him was Tuesday night, and he was well outside the uh, evacuation zone in Oregon, and then we checked him Wednesday night when he was off, and that, that evacuation zone was creeping right up on him, so I'm sure he's out by now. Um, it's it scary. Is, it's scary Very out there. Scary. But the fact that you're seeing um, smoke all the way down in L.A. That's from weird. those fires, I mean, if people aren't aware of the geography, I mean, there's a five-hour drive from San Francisco to L.A., so. Exactly, well, yeah. Um, okay, so are the Santa Ana winds happening yet, or is that still yet to come? Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know. Okay. And I, I, I thought about that when we just started talking about this. I have intentionally turned off all news. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, we, we, just, talk, we talk about doing that a lot, yeah. Yep, I just have kind of unplugged, so I don't know what's going on. I completely, <laughs> I completely understand. Yep. Completely understand, because you, sometimes you have to, because well, if, if you just keep pouring that stuff in, it just turns to mush. So. I had to do it for my peace of mind, really, yep. really, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, there is no better place to be on the planet in a podcast for your peace of mind than hanging out with us. I love it. Just ask John. Well, you know what? It's funny. John said, oh, yeah, I remember those guys. They were great. And he wanted to be here, of course, but he has like a big leadership call that he's doing with his team. So, but yeah, he was like, these guys are great. You'll have fun. So I was like, okay. Okay. Well, you know, we talked to him last year, and uh, he mentioned his book that y'all were writing, Relationship yeah. Grit, and then he, he specifically said um, that we had to have you on. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and so, uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, do you maybe want to start by uh, telling us a little bit about um, and it, your, your mission with this book and a little bit about the book? Um, you know, without giving it, uh, giving it away too much because we still want people to buy it. <laughs> well, um, really, I, I wanted to write this book because we really started seeing a lot of couples that were splitting. 
that were having issues. And I just felt like if we could share our story, which has not been pretty, mm-hmm. that and, and, and able to get on the other side, that we could hopefully help cu- couples stay together. And not just stay together, but thrive. Um, the three marriages too late for that book for me. <laughs> What'd you say, Kelvin? Your three marriages too late with that book for me, but you know maybe oh, we can maybe we'd be listen, good for the next one. <laughs> listen, this is what we say. You know what? You're gonna have to work on yourself, so you can do it in your first marriage, your second marriage, or your third marriage, right? Because I, I no matter good, where, though. no matter where you go, there you are. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, that is so very true. Yeah. Yes, so I'm 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 here. <laughs> so great. Anyway, so so we we talk about in the book um, the four C's, and the first one being communicate, and basically you got to talk it out to work it out. So that was something that was really difficult for John to do, and I would always try to press to communicate, and especially with what's going on right now with mm-hmm. COVID and all these things, you know, if you're not communicating, there's, th- there's a lot going on. And I think what's happening is really the underlying emotion is fear. Am I going to be able to take care of myself? Am I going to be able to take care of my family? So it really kind of boils down to that. So even, I mean, it even happened with John and I, I mean, think about it. This is a guy who literally was traveling last year. I think he did I want to say he was on the road and did 86 speaking engagements. Wow. So all of a sudden it was a screeching halt in March and he was home. Yeah. And we didn't know how that was going to work out. So in the beginning, it was a little hairy. I mean, you know, we're going to be able to pay our bill. I mean, it's scary. So, you know, after we, we just started talking through everything and realizing, you know, pinpointing the fears and then, trying to come up with a game plan. So again, it's about communication because where there's a void, negativity will fill it, right? So you yeah. got to communicate. And uh, the next C is connect for us. And it's about taking the time to connect with your, with your partner. Um, we would take walks. We still do. And walk, walk and talk and <laughs> sometimes fight. Absolutely. But in that, you know, we're taking the time to connect and show each other that they matter. Can we keep going? <laughs> yeah, that's going. I mean, a lot of people forget that part. I um, It's easy to fall into, yeah, but, you know, I matter, you not as much. And, and that's not, those aren't the words. But they're the that, behavior. That's the feeling. That's the behavior. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, so in that, I totally get it. And I think, again, that kind of goes back to talking about, about that. Yeah. You know, who's more important? And believe me, John and I had these fights where, you know, I would feel like what I was doing was important. He would feel like what he was doing and what was important. But if we really talked about what the end goal is, what's the end goal? The end goal is for us to thrive individually and together. And of course, if you have children, you got to factor that in Mm -hmm. as well. 
right? And then that kind of takes me to the third C, which is commit. And it's committing to each other and to your, you know, for John, we, we came up with a mission statement for our, for our family, but I mean, you can do it just as a couple. And so we'd have to go back to that. And uh, there's a study that says, you know, when couples take, take the time for each other, when they really commit to taking the time, they're more likely to stay together. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then the last one is to show you care. And in, in showing you care by doing the little things, um, and especially for John doing the things that he really doesn't want, didn't want to do. So, you know, that would be something maybe as simple as, um, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but I mean, John, you know, he's not very, very technical. So it might be me, um, you know, going to fix something or his door would be broke. So it's just always, and he would, he would say to me, can, can you come look at this? And I didn't really want to because I had things going on and what I was doing was more important, but I would take (laughs) the time, stop what I was doing and go over to look at what he was doing. Or he'd show me a video that he had done. What do I think about that? Which would show that I cared. Mm -hmm. So those are the four C's we talk about in the book. Well, you know, those are, I tell you, the fact the fact that you have a spouse or partner that wants you wants your input is huge because right. I know a lot of families. I mean, the, the guy's the guy or whichever one is the dominant person is the dominant person. And the other one's got mm-hmm. no place to go. You know, this is this is the way we're going to do it. Um, we're not we're not going to you know, I'm I'm the boss dog on it. And it's tough sometimes because you're battling a lot of stuff there. You're battling maybe how they grew up, what, what kind of family did they grow up in? What's oh, yeah. behind all of that platform, right? So sometimes getting to the point where you can have those communications, those conversations is such a huge spot. And people's egos and self-images are so wrapped up in what could be a small thing, but tends to be not. So listening to some of the stuff that John has said from time to time, because he, he told us definitely you were the relationship person in that family. You pulled him out of the muck as far as relationships go. So how do you, how does a couple overcome that? Um, And I totally get what you're saying, because I think, you know, there normally is one person who, you know, might be the breadwinner or came from that same family dynamic, um, came from that same family dynamic where maybe the man, you know, it was all about the man. And it's one of the other things we talk about, which is you you treat her like a queen and, and she'll treat you like a king. And it started out with little things. So here's an example. Um, In the midst of raising our children, John was flying all over the all over the country. He'd written these books. You know, everybody wanted a piece of John. He would get emails all the time about, you know, can you meet me for this? Can you, you know, he was important. Mm -hmm. I'm at home. 
I'm standing in my kitchen. I've got my nightgown on, my hair's disheveled. I've got to run the kids around again. Um, you know, he's coming out the door. He's got a suitcase and he's all buttoned up and he looks so handsome. And the first thing I wanted to do was cut him down. Like I really mm-hmm. wanted to say something to, to cut him down because I felt bad about myself. So some of that boils down to emotional maturity and that I finally stopped and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to compliment him. I need to do that here. And it was hard to do in the beginning, but I would, before we walked out, I'd say, man, you look, you better watch yourself, John Gordon. I mean, I would like to say these things, (laughs) but he would beam from ear to ear. Mm -hmm. And the more I did that, the more it made me feel better. And then the more it kind of boomerang back to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was a definite yep. paradigm shift for both of us. So sometimes it's going to take one of you to make that decision. And it may not happen right away, but you have to commit. And again, that's where the emotional maturity comes in. Yeah. You got a book on that too? <laughs> well, a lot of that is in the book, oh. right? It also, it, it shares really our, our, our issues early on. I mean, let's face it, you know, we, you know, John was a young father. He was very much uh, about himself and trying to make a, a, a life and a name for himself. So early on, you know, there was some infidelity Mm-hmm. And then there was, you know, some drinking on my part. I mean, we definitely, we air our dirty laundry in this book to be able to show people we're not from coming from a place of, oh, you know, here's how to have a beautiful marriage. No, no. It's like, here's how to come up from the ashes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if you're willing, if you want to stay in the relationship, if, it, if it's important to you, here's how you can make it. Here's how you can turn it into something beautiful. Awesome. So what was it like? I mean, you, you, you already had this history where it started off rough and then it got better. And then, um, you know, John's flying around all over the place doing speaking engagements and, and um, how was it sitting down and actually writing this thing together? Then um, I'm, I'm guessing based on the timeline of um, when we learned you were writing the book and when the book came out that you were probably editing under quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, what was it like just all of a sudden being thrown together and like, having to live your lives together and then also do this hard work together? That's a great question because as we started to write the book, so first off we were doing it on separate computers and just sharing the document, but somehow that was not working out. Mm -hmm. So then it ended up being that John would sit down and write his parts and then he'd get up and then I would sit down and write some of mine And it started to be really collaborative in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got to tell you, when we started reliving some of the things that we had gone through, 
there we were we we fought there was anger i mean there was it brought up a lot of emotions and um but that kind of for me i thought you know what this means we are really supposed to get this out you mm -hmm. know again if we can get through all this stuff and genuinely be on the other side and truly enjoy each other now anybody can so yeah it was it was a very it was that in itself was a growth process for us for sure well i i listened to your first <clears throat> to your first podcast when you first brought the book out you, you and him so i heard some of that stuff back there and I'm like ooh, this is gonna be a good podcast <laughs> So which so, so which one which one was that the one this was on, um, on 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 his site on y'all site for the for the book when he you and he your I guess it was supposed to be a four part um, okay so and that yeah, was your I, very first podcast episode oh, on that yeah and okay so I got to tell you something I didn't know he was going to use that and <laughs> you know and not that I'm ashamed of my past at all but you know I probably and and that's why he's good at what what he does is, um, you know, he kind of caught me raw. Whereas I think if I really knew where he was going, I would have maybe cleaned it up a little bit or packaged it up better, but he just kind of went in for, and I mean, we didn't get into detail, detail, but yeah, you know, so, so if you heard that podcast, then you know, I came from an alcoholic family and I myself started, uh, you know, smoking pot and drinking at 13 years old. So, you know, growing up like that and then getting like changing my whole life at 25 and starting to work on myself. But again, coming from where I was and then getting together with John, you know, you're going to have issues, but everybody does. Everybody mm -hmm. does. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to that story. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more. <laughs> it, it, it sounded it sounded potentially dicey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but simultaneously, I got a I got a a better feeling of who you were, where you were coming from, because right. for some reason I don't know I don't know why I had this this impression that you would be kind of a shy, quietish person, you know. Uh, and I'm like, but that you, you, you took that right out of my head. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to have a really good time when you show up. To so that. it's really interesting between the two of us, John is the introvert. Mm -hmm. So here's the guy that goes out and speaks <laughs> to thousands of people, mm -hmm. but really at home and in his life, he's, he's really an introvert. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm the complete mm -hmm. opposite. You know, mm -hmm. I get energized around people. So yeah. Yeah, and, and it, I, I'm sure people think that because, you know, I've always been behind the scenes. But, you know, I was raising our children. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing that I talk about in the book. Because John and I, when we first met, we were both really movers and shakers in Atlanta. Young professionals. I was very, very involved in the social scene. And then John in his own right was was you know he started a nonprofit called the phoenix organization so when we came together there was a power struggle and 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 i i say this in the book i'm not saying that in a relationship one person has to give up or get behind the other person sometimes that's the case and in our case 
that's what I had to do and wanted to do because I wanted the relationship more than I wanted to be out in the limelight. And so I had to get behind him and support him. And I just kind of was the driving force and support behind him doing what he was doing. And that's just the way it worked. So I think, you know, and he always, you know, of course gives me credit for that, which I'm not, I don't ask for, but I'm saying, you know, Mm -hmm. he knows that in, in our case, that's, that's what helped him able to be able to go out and do what he did without worrying about what was going on at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, relationships still require um, some sacrifice and compromise. And it would be one thing if y'all didn't have kids. Um, is, it, we have an almost two year old and it, we found out pretty quickly how much of a, of a time and energy taker that is. Um, you know, for the first year or so of her life before, you know, like right up until uh, our, our collective COVID quarantine, um, you know, I, I work from home uh, nights and weekends. So it was, it was no brainer for me to be home with her during the day when my wife uh, went back to work. Um, and it was hard because I would, you know, I'd wake up with the baby. I would <laughs> all day and then I'd go to work when my wife came home. Um, and, and now we've, you know, we're in a position where we decided she wasn't going back to work, um, at her, at her job in tourism, you know, which still hasn't bounced back. If she'd still be right. making half of what she was, it didn't make sense for her to go back out there. Um, and, you know, it's still, it's still not easy. <laughs> um, no, it's not. And, and it's a big, um, it's a, it's a big change in, in relationship and lifestyle. So you do need to read the book. If you haven't yet, read it because it'll definitely give you tools. And especially Mm -hmm. during this time, that'll help you um, empower each other and love each other and not kill each other while you're in. (laughs) And I got to tell you, factoring in kids is definitely extremely difficult. And I always tell my friends that have young kids, hang in there. I'm telling yeah. you, it, it does get better. <laughs> it gets better, but it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's especially hard when they, they need everything from you. you, you yeah, that's a, every, every age we, we understand has its, uh, has its challenges in good parts. So like the good parts of having a 20 month old or, um, we want to go somewhere. We just pick her up and put her in a car. There, there's no right, car. Right, right. <laughs> no, you're, you're coming. Right. <laughs> um, we, we don't have that. You're going to bed. What do you mean? No, I'm going to pick you up and put you in a crib. Cry all you want. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you know, and, if, and, and then it's got its challenges, but you know, as they get older, they, you know, they, they can oh, do more things on their own, but they can. Yeah. When they start talking back. Yeah. But then they can also do stuff on their own. You know, yeah. To some extent. Um, you, know, you don't have to, um, you don't have to be with them to move them from, you know, literally across the room. <laughs> so um, there's a saying, there's mm-hmm. a saying, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're in it. You're in it to win it. Yep. <laughs> Um, 
I know we're uh, I know we're coming up on time here, but um, what what um are you have you moved on to what's next yet? Uh, are are you looking well? It's forward? interesting. I, I, of course, you know we're only um two I guess two weeks in the release, and you know after you yeah. start to get a lot of feedback, you start to to see there starts to be common themes of what what more people are looking for. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we're talking about some things and, you know, uh, yeah. So we'll, we still have to do our, 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 our second video, which I'm still, <laughs> now, now I got to really think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that you know what the, if, if you were smart, it would have just gotten you all four and then, and then started to really some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you know definitely. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're really using that? So, but yeah, you know, you start to see common themes from um, the feedback we're getting. So there might be a second book. We'll see. So we'll what? See. So in, in the feedback you're getting, <clears throat> excuse me. What what is the at this point seems to be the biggest problem that couples face? If you had to, if you, if it's even possible. What is it? What I'm gathering up to this point okay. is it sounds like the biggest question is what happens with one of you when one of you is not as committed as the other. Mm. Right. So there's normally one person in the relationship who's working harder for the relationship than the other. And so that's been a big, that's been kind of a common question. Mm -hmm. And, and the answer to that is not simple. One of the things I say is, you know, so for the person who is the most committed, you know, you really want this. So it's a matter of getting out of your ego and putting everything you have into it and being consistent and showing your partner that you are committed to making this work. It's kind of like what you said before. Everybody kind of has baggage, right? They come to the, to the relationship with issues. So it may, may mean that, or, or it may be that your partner is afraid to be too vulnerable because if they will, maybe in their last relationship, you know, their husband left them. So then they have a fear and they don't want to go there. But but ultimately, you have to commit. And sometimes it means that one of you is just continuing to be the steady mm -hmm. and waiting for or, you know, encouraging that other person to to jump on board. And I'm not saying it always works. Sometimes it doesn't. But most of the time you start to see a change. It just is not always overnight. So when John cheated on me, and I mean, he'll be the first one to say, oh, it wasn't really cheating. There was no intercourse. Okay, whatever, whatever. But when that happened, guess what? I don't want to talk to him. And mm -hmm. he just continued, but I got to give him credit because he, he came up with a family prayer, a, a couple's prayer, and he would literally say that prayer every night. And I would act like I did not hear him. And then I started to 
memorize the prayer in my head, but there was no way I was saying that prayer out loud. And then at one point, I just remember starting to say it with him. And I have to tell you, I remember that that's when my heart changed and I realized I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be in this. And so it's sometimes, it's not always equal, but you have to stay, stay with it if you really want the relationship. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That, you did very well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we want to be respectful of your time, but uh, I think we've come up on the, um, is there anything else you wanted to uh, get out there, get across that uh, we didn't get to touch well, on? Well, yeah, the other thing with the book is mm -hmm. we have a free action plan, and you can just go to, and that's something you can do as a couple, which is fantastic, and it's um, www.relationshipgritbook.com. Mm -hmm. and you can go there and get a free action plan and do it with your partner. And that's wonderful. That really, yeah. And you can reach me at Catherine Gordon. It's just at Catherine Gordon on Instagram or Facebook. Great. Well, thank and you so much for your time and for being here. Thank yes. you. I really hope you pick up the book. And I and I'd love I'd love yeah. to hear if there's something in it that helped. That's my prayer. Is if if there's if someone can take at least one good takeaway from this book, then it was worth it was worth doing. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. you thanks guys again. so much. And thanks again. And we will um, send you a link when this is up. Should be a week and a half, whatever that Monday is. I think the twenty first. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you guys so much. Tell John we said hi. I will. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Show notes and more at jkwdpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. And we will see you next week. A Better Humanhood Production.